Today, the Biden administration announces a new plan to combat hate amidst the Israel-Hamas conflict. And congratulations, America. A new migrant caravan is heading this way, and you won't believe who's helping them. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and today as anti-Semitism continues to grow in America, as pro-Hamas terrorist rallies pop up across the country and flood into the streets of major metropolitan cities, as Muslims in New York City literally call for the extermination of Jews, Jewish students at Harvard are now being verbally and physically assaulted on campus by rabid pro-terrorist students. Watch as the student is surrounded as he tries to walk across campus. According to the FBI, reported hate crimes against Jews in America have increased by more than 37 percent, reaching the highest number in almost three decades and the second highest number on record. And despite anti-Semitism getting worse by the day, the Biden-Harris White House has announced the first ever national strategy to combat Islamophobia. Here's Tweedledum herself, Kamala Harris, on that. For years, Muslims in America and those perceived to be Muslim have endured a disproportionate number of hate-fueled attacks. As a result of the Hamas terrorist attack in Israel and the humanitarian crisis in Gaza, we have seen an uptick in anti-Palestinian, anti-Arab, anti-Semitic, and Islamophobic incidents across America, including the brutal attack of a Palestinian-American woman who is Muslim and the killing of her six-year-old son. A senseless act of violence that the Department of Justice is investigating as a hate crime. For so many people in our nation, the past few days and weeks have brought about all too familiar fears. Fears that they will be targeted, profiled, or attacked simply because of who they are, how they worship, or how they look. And so today, I am proud to announce the Biden-Harris administration will develop our nation's first national strategy to counter Islamophobia. This strategy will be a comprehensive and detailed plan to protect Muslims and those perceived to be Muslim from hate, bigotry, and violence, and to address the concern that some government policies may discriminate against Muslims. For example, the so-called Muslim ban, which President Biden revoked on our first day in office. Here to discuss this and more, we have Yaku Buyans, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, along with Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed, which you can find right here on Blaze TV. And I have just a little feeling that you guys might have a few words to say on what you just watched. (laughs) They're always the victims, aren't they? No Mm -hmm. matter what happens. Mm -hmm. 9-11, it was, we were the ones that were continually warned about victimizing them. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's Islamophobia. Um, now it's, it's Jews under attack every single day in every city in America, and it's Islamophobia that mm-hmm. they're concerned with and doing some national strategy over. 
um, they can name one instance, and it, it was a terrible instance, and, you know, with a six-year-old boy being stabbed by, and his mom, uh, she survived, he did not. But you could tell the guy was crazy just by looking at his picture. He was out of his mind, the 71-year-old man with, who hasn't combed his hair in 70 of those 71 years. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's horrific. But it was one instance in a nation of 330 million people. Mm. I mean, it's not like that's happening every day in America. What is happening is, like you showed, Jews being surrounded, yelled at, attacked, uh, threatened. And if you, if you go on Twitter or TikTok, my gosh, the threats are unbelievable. But it's Islamophobia we're talking about right now. Sarah, I hope we stay. On, I hope we stay on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> let her rip. Um, let, let the cards fall where they may. Kamala the Harris is an agent of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> She's an agent of Satan. Okay, because God, the Word of God says, in these days, the latter days, they will call good evil and evil good. Mm. Yep. You just saw the. The vice president of the United States of America do exactly that, yeah, aligning yeah. herself mm -hmm. with Satan. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're not seeing anti-Palestinian marches in America. You're not seeing any Muslim That's in America right. being surrounded by 15 Jews that are hunting him down or her down. You're no. not seeing it. Mm -hmm. You're seeing a nation who's scattered across the earth, Jews, saying, we're going to defend our country against mind you, a terrorist organization called Hamas, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You're not seeing them bringing a domestic here in the U.S., but the misfit toys of the United States that has been indoctrinated and all the blue-haired and green-haired people that are completely confused, that don't have their own identity, will pick up a bubblegum gum wrapper and march for the bubblegum wrapper if the, somebody gives them a purpose. But now you've got the President of the United States making a declaration with the Vice President but then I reflect on this. The one he bows to, which is still Barack Obama, is a Muslim. Mm. Okay? So, and, and yeah, say whatever you want. Okay? <laughs> when that man had the opportunity... Probably are not on YouTube. Probably not on YouTube. <laughs> probably when that, not, no. When that man had the opportunity to speak for Christians, he bowed and prayed according to the Quran. Talking about Barack Obama, who still runs the White House. Just look into it for a minute. So, <laughs> that's my thoughts on this. Agents of Satan mm -hmm. are running the United States. Yeah, it is um, frustrating to hear the doublespeak um, that they give because, you know, if I, I've said this before on the program. If you were to read Joe Biden's pre-prepared script that he read shortly after uh, October 7th and all of the attacks from Hamas into Israel, it's like the words were good. He didn't read them strongly because he's just Joe Biden and he's half dead. So like nothing comes out as strong, but the words were good. However, you have to try to match that up with the actions since and the other uh, additional comments that they're giving after that. And none of them have really been good. Well, there's no action to follow it up. So it's easy to say, but um, correct me if I'm wrong here. In that comment by Kamala, she mentions Islamophobia, but she also throws in anti-Semitism under Muslim. Well, the Jews are not Muslim. 
Yeah, and she and also... Jews are not Muslim. Yeah. Where's, where's the rights for that kid on a complete indoctrination camp called Harvard mm -hmm. or Yale mm -hmm. or any of the Ivy Leagues, which is a complete, you know, should be abolished? Where's his protection? Why, why, is the, why is the president not saying, hey, airports are being flooded. Streets are being flooded by 15, 20, 30,000 people mm -hmm. that are saying, you know, hurt the Jews. Where's their protection? They're putting Jewish stars on people's places of businesses. Yeah, like where's their the Nazis did in yeah. Germany in the 30s. Yeah, yeah. So, so they are picking sides. They're picking, and, and we laugh about it, but I'm serious. Yeah. They pick the side of evil. I, um... <clears throat> so a couple things. One of the people in that video that was assaulting, accosting the, the Jewish student happened to be the editor of the Harvard Law Review. Wow. Um, so that's great. Really wow. good news uh, for Harvard. And as of the time of this taping, they have not yet come out and suspended him, hmm. said anything, done anything um, as of right now. But it was also fascinating to me to hear Kamala Harris use the language, uh, the Trump's so-called Muslim ban. Mm -hmm. Because they have this way uh, with words where they try to call it, you know, the don't say gay bill, try to call it something that it's not. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, I mean, could we look at the facts? Because the facts were that he was banning uh, countries, travel from countries mm -hmm. who were, like, we all know have a large amount of terrorists there who right. don't like this country. You know, the same people who are uh, just flying into Mexico and coming across the southern border instead, lying in wait, planning um, as sleeper cells. We know how that works out. More on that later. But it's just so maddening to hear her use the term Muslim ban because yeah. we all, anyone who's awake knows that that's not at all what it was. Yeah, it had nothing to do with, with Islam. No. It had to do with the countries they come from right. that hate us right. and that have proven that there are plenty of terrorists there that want to do us harm. So, yeah, this, that, you're right. That's, that's what they do. They, they just pick a name for it and then hammer that home. Yeah. And they know, they know that the don't say gay bill was well, never a do don't that. say gay bill. Yeah, never. And Pat, there's radical factions within Islam, like there's sure. radical factions within law enforcement, within any any faction of society has bad apples. Right. It was not a Muslim ban. By the way, Sarah, one of, the, one of that ban elements would be if you're a terror organization, AKA Hamas. Mm -hmm. Hamas should be banned mm -hmm. from the United States, mm -hmm. but they're celebrated. Well, and instead we're, I mean, Joe Biden wants to send money to Hamas. Well, I'm sorry, he wants to send humanitarian aid to Gaza, which he's, he's gonna make them super pinky promise that the money will not be funneled to Hamas. And I'm sure that they will follow through on that. We will have major accountability, just like we do in Ukraine. We know where every money is spent, every penny is spent. We know where our money is going when we send it to other countries, right, Joe? <laughs> Um, so on this topic, I want to I want to throw in one more here because there's a lot of infighting in the Republican Party, and today is no exception. So uh, there were multiple Republicans who joined with Democrats in voting to table a resolution to censure uh, Rashida Tlaib of Michigan because of, of course, all of her anti-Semitic uh, statements, tweets, way of life, and it's fascinating because. Um, Part of the censure resolution claimed that Tlaib had, quote, led an insurrection at the United States Capitol complex on October 18th, 2023. And so some of the lawmakers, uh, you saw Chip Roy on there, you saw um, Issa, you saw Buck, 
you saw these are all of the if you guys you guys who are watching these are all of the Republicans who uh, partnered with the Massey is on there as well who partnered with the Democrats mm -hmm. to vote to table this resolution of course it was Marjorie Taylor Greens and I have mixed feelings on this I got to tell you because I understand wanting to have that you know well we can't be like them. I don't think that it's um, a coincidence that she did model it after the J6 stuff happened mm -hmm. to prove a point that if you guys, we have to fight fire with fire. If you guys are going to weaponize against us, we're going to weaponize against you. And it's just, um, it's frustrating seeing all of these, the, the infighting going on. Um, it feels like, how are we ever going to get anything done when you guys are too busy bickering with one another of how far to go to hold the Democrats accountable? Well, well MTG's, you know, sentiment there, how are we ever going to hold them accountable uh, is accurate. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I accounted to, I, I had Rick Green on my show today live, which I really encourage people, you know, America's constitutional coach, right? And we touched on this First Amendment thing a little bit and how the right is grappling with, well, I want to defend <clears throat> freedom of speech because we, we don't want to go low like they go low. There's a moment when your freedom of speech is no longer freedom of speech. You're abusing it to bring harm to Americans, right? And, and it's very quick for them to slap out on a Donald Trump and say he incited violence when in fact he didn't. Mm -hmm. When you have a Rashida Tlaib or an Elon Omar that is absolutely radical, that borderline comes to the point of calling for harm to be done to Israelis or Jews, then it's like, well, guys, listen. Let's not go there mm -hmm. because we got to play nice. And every single time we do that, they go, thank you so much. You're the group that cries wolf and you'll never follow, follow through. Mm -hmm. When we have all the power in the house, right. do we really want to impeach Joe Biden? Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. Drop right. the hammer. Right. Full force. Right. Right now. No, we need to collect evidence. We have, how much more do you want? And this is consistently what we do. I'm... I, I was kind of stunned to see Chip Roy's name on that list. That surprised me. Yeah. Uh, I'm conflicted on it, too, because uh, I agree with Marjorie Taylor Greene mm -hmm. that um, Republicans always weasel out of things. You know, they don't, they don't hold the Democrats accountable. They don't put the hammer down on Democrats like they should and like a lot of us want them to. But... I, I could sort of see Thomas Massey's point, which was, all right, tying it into January 6th and an insurrection is almost an admission that January 6th was an insurrection and it wasn't. And so that's kind of why he voted to table it, apparently. Um, so I, I see it from both sides. Yeah, I get exactly. I, I get know, it. It would be it. nice, though, to yeah. hold them accountable. And Rashida Tlaib is an extremist psycho, mm -hmm. and it would have been great to censure her. She should be impeached. She should be removed from office. And find another but, way. Find another, yeah, find another way. Right. Don't tie it yeah. to J6. I, right. I, I agree. Right. right. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back with more. But we want to thank our sponsor this segment, Relief Factor. So Relief Factor is there for those of you who maybe you've just reached the age where things hurt a lot of the time. Uh, maybe you've got a knee problem, a back problem, a neck problem, whatever the case may be. Uh, Relief Factor is there for you. It is an all-natural anti-inflammatory. And it, what is great about that is not only is it going to work better than like, oh, take some Aleve and call me in the morning. It's actually going to get to the root cause of the pain, which is the inflammation. And so that way you're not just putting a Band-Aid on, you, on your issue. You are actually solving the problem with, with relief factor. Um, so here's the deal. 
they have a three-week quick start pack. It's $19.95. And 70% of the people who order that go on to keep ordering it because it's working for them. You're going to know within those three weeks. Sometimes it could be days. I know uh, Yaku just sent some to a family member. I did. And it worked it within. No, it's exciting. My mom, you know, maybe TMI, but my mom only has one kidney. With one kidney, inflammation is a big deal. Mm -hmm. Getting inflammation out of the body is a big deal. So she's got a whole team that treats her with her kidney. And I sent them the the details on relief factor and it checked out. The doctor said, take it. Mm -hmm. Three days. Three days after starting to take relief factor, my mom called me and said, this is unbelievable. Pain's Mm -hmm. going, inflammation's leaving my body. So that is a personal case study. Yeah, for sure. It's amazing. Yeah. It's that's so great to hear. It's worked for me. It's worked for Glenn as well. Um, it's worked for a lot of us here at Blaze TV. So you can go to relieffactor.com, get that three week quick start over at relieffactor.com. Congratulations, America. There is a new migrant caravan that is heading this way. This has swelled since Monday when it was uh, originally reported on. It was a, th- it was a thousand. Now it's more than 7,000 people. Um, more than there's a thousand people that joined just within 24 hours. As um, you may notice um, when I play this, this other clip for you right now, These are Chinese influencers who are showing migrants how to cross the United States border. So I want to play an independent reporter uh, from over in Colombia showing you what's going on there. Watch. China, you guys from China? Yes. Adelante vas. Hey. Adelante vas. Estados Unidos. Okay, so right now I am in Nicopoli, Colombia. This is a critical staging point where illegals from all over the world converge at. They stop in Nicopoli, they buy various types of equipment here, they buy camping gear, boots, knives, everything else. And this is one of the last stops in South America for US-bound illegal aliens before they enter the Darien Gap and cross into North America. And all around me are illegal aliens who are about to get onto boats, go across the water here, and get dropped off at the mouth of the Darien Gap. And surrounding us right now are men who are giving us some very sinister looks. And we were told by the police here that the presence of the human trafficking cartel in the Kokli is extremely prevalent and that we should exercise caution if we're taking out our camera around these groups of illegal immigrants, if at all. They advise that we don't even pull out our camera, that it could bring unnecessary, perhaps dangerous attention upon us. But despite that, we're just going to pan the camera around and show you the people that are on the way to the United States of America. Chinese people were the fourth highest nationality after Venezuelans, Ecuadorians, and Haitians crossing the Darien Gap during the first nine months of this year. So I find it, you know, sometimes I look at the things and go, is that just ironic and irony and nothing happens by chance? It's by design. So as we're speaking about a new caravan approaching the Texas border that is predominantly Chinese, which that's thousands upon thousands of miles away. Those are flights. Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay, <clears throat> this is serious. Yeah, they're not walking across the border from China by foot. No, no, <laughs> so. No. How ironic is it 
that Gavin Newsom is in China mm-hmm. as we speak, and mm-hmm. he is befriending his buddy, mm-hmm. Xi Jinping. Could it be that Gavin was tapped on the shoulder to be the next knighted one to run for office? There's something happening behind the scenes here where we are building relations with China. Remember, I'm going to harp on it, that trilateral agreement that Joe Biden signed with Spain, Mexico, and the U.S. to take on 7 million more migrants before the end of his term. Nobody wants to talk about had China right in it because it was an agreement that came through BRICS, which China leads. Now we're seeing Chinese nationals flooding our border because China is overpopulated, Mm -hmm. according to them. Who are they sending here? Who gets to come? Which deplorables? And yes, I did say that. Um, we have no idea who's in our nation. Uh, we, should, we should get ready. Well, you can see, though, that only the finest, only the most elite um, <laughs> come in a caravan to sneak across our border. It's great. I mean, we can't ask anything of them, right? We can't no. ask who they are. We can't ask what they're going to do here, what they're going to give to us. Mm. We have to only... Only mention what we're going to do for them. That's, that's the only way it goes. It's a one-sided relationship. And I love how it's mostly women and children. Did you see that? Mm. Most, so many women and children <laughs> are coming up here. Look at 80s. them carrying their own flags. Yeah. That yeah. flag's going to be carried. Yeah, what are you doing? Here to become uh-huh. American, Is that supposed man? to endear you to us uh-huh. by carrying your stinking flag? Go back to that country uh-huh. then. Uh-huh. What are you doing? Uh-huh. And that happens all the time. It happens all the time. Uh, we just saw a bunch of illegals cross uh, the Texas border and they planted a Venezuelan flag. Yeah. I mean, it's despicable. And uh, so many of them are military age, 18 to 44 year old men. Um, and and we're supposed to believe they're just all coming here for a better life and, and things are tough where they are and th- they need asylum here in the United States. It's just nonsense. I mean, Biden is responsible for 10 million people now, they say. 10 million yeah. have crossed the border in two and a half years. Yeah. 10 and I'm telling million, you, and they're all great people. Pat, I'm telling right. you, right. the goal has been 15 million from the they're gonna start. They're going to hit it. They're going to hit it. They're going to hit it. He's going to hit it. Yeah, well. Um, at well, and, you know, meanwhile... Joe Biden has already requested that Congress uh, appropriate $1.4 billion to help state and local governments provide shelter and services for migrants. Now, now it wasn't because of Texas, okay? This was only after the blue states started complaining, they're sending the brown people to our cities and we don't like it even though we called ourselves sanctuary cities. And so those mayors, those particular mayors, Chicago, Denver, Houston, LA, and New York, have uh, requested to meet with Joe Biden because they say, look, we appreciate the 1.4 billion, but we actually want 5 billion instead to deal with this. So they want more of your taxpayer, this is federal money, not state money. They want your taxpayer dollars to pay for them welcoming these immigrants with open arms. What could possibly go wrong? Um, Oh, and by the way, just to add this to the conversation, Eric Adams of New York did actually, he, flew to D.C., made a video on the plane, this big deal that he's flying to D.C. to ask Joe Biden for this money and then uh, had to abruptly leave because one of his top staffers' uh, homes was raided by the FBI. (laughs) So that story is still developing. We're not quite sure why the FBI was raiding uh, Eric Adams' staffers' home. We hope to find out very soon. But the audacity of these people 
to say, no, we want everyone to have to pay for our policies, for our party's policies, for our state's policies, for our city's policies that we chose to enact. Now it's your responsibility. We were telling you the whole time that was a horrible policy. That's why we didn't enact it. Because everything they do is social virtue. It's social virtue. It's like because we said it, we're good people. Trust us because we tweeted it. Trust us because we posted on Instagram. Okay, so take them into your homes. No, no, can't do that. If, well, if you want to do that, pay us. This whole system qualifies as a human trafficking operation. American mayors, American cities are making money off the backs of displaced people who were displaced by our federal government from the get-go. They were enticed to come. They were lied to by the president of the United States. It said, come, mm-hmm. come, live the American dream. We can give you a home. We can keep your kids safe. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Mm-hmm. Women are prostituting themselves at unbelievable rates because they have no food. They have no credentials. They're not supposed to be here. They do not have family here. That lie that there's family here. The military age men that are coming here who can't get a job, they cannot live, live here legally or eat legally, are going to eat illegally. What does that mean? They're going to rob you. They're going to steal. They're going to plunder. You're going to have anarchy in the streets. But maybe that is the whole point, Pat. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course it is. Chaos is mm-hmm. the whole point. Mm-hmm. I know that um, there's not a lot of fans of um, Greg Abbott here, our our governor of the state, but the most brilliant political move of all time Mm -hmm. was to bus illegals to New York City, to Martha's Vineyard, to the East Coast, to get them in on what is happening every single, just give them a tiny little taste. That's all they're getting. And they can't deal with it. Look at them, how they're whining and crying and begging for help. Look what we've been dealing with for 40 years now. Look at the fact that Texas has 7 million illegals. I mean, nobody knows the real number, but it's probably 5 to 7 million. And uh, you've got 100,000 at the most in New York City. That's what they're saying. We haven't bust all of those there. But, you know, if you have 100,000, welcome. Welcome. To a fraction of the problem. Pat, the new number out by the Texas SBOE, State School Board of Education, <clears throat> is that we, it cost the Texas, not American yeah. taxpayer, the Texas taxpayer at the moment in 2023, mm-hmm. $3 billion a year just to take care of the migrant, illegal migrant children that's in just the school students, system. Yeah. Right, yeah. Just yeah. Sure. students. Sure. Yeah. Just the students. Right. In the school system. We don't have yes. the real number. No. It's no, astronomical. Yeah. It is. It's astronomical and also unsustainable. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back with more. But we want to thank our sponsor, Preborn. So I'm so excited to partner with Preborn. Uh, obviously, you know, I think a lot of people were like, well, Roe versus Wade was overturned. So that's great. Well, I mean, yes, but I don't know if you've looked around. Um, they, they're still really wanting to abort babies. A lot. We are really fighting a spiritual battle to protect the most innocent among us. And Preborn is the company that is standing on the front lines of this battle. Their network of clinics are actually positioned in the highest abortion areas, often right next to all of these abortion clinics where all of this unspeakable evil takes place every single day. And what Preborn is going to do is they are going to 
show these women what is actually inside them because it turns out it's not a clump of cells. It's an actual tiny human being that these women are growing and they're gonna offer God's love and, and life and financial resources to these women who have been told lies. They've been told they can't do it. They've been told it's, you know, it's, it costs too much. They've been told all these things. Preborn is there to help women, not just before they give birth, but also after. And every time a baby is saved, which by the way happens 200 times a day, good conquers evil. So please make your most generous gift to empower good and rescue precious souls. For just $28, you can sponsor an ultrasound that doubles a baby's chance at life. Once that mom actually sees that baby, she is more likely to choose life. So you can donate securely by dialing pound 250, say the keyword baby, that is pound 250 keyword baby, or you can go to preborn.com slash Sarah. There's no H in that, it's just S-A-R-A, preborn.com slash Sarah. and drug addict Hunter Biden apparently has not gotten the message that he just needs to like go far, far away and not be seen ever again. Um, if he cared about his family, I think he would do that. No, instead he's writing op-eds for USA Today. So uh, here's this one. I fought to get sober. Political weaponization of my addiction hurts more than me. Because yes, this is what he's here to say. This is exactly, you, you guys are the problem for mm. weaponizing his addiction. That's what's going on here. So he says, over four years ago, I chose life over the slow strangled death grip of addiction, which in my case consisted each day of a bottle of vodka and as many hits on a crack pipe as possible. I am prouder of that choice and of my recovery than anything I've ever done. My struggles and my mistakes have been fodder for a vile and sustained disinformation campaign against him, his father, and an all-out annihilation of my reputation through high-pitched but fruitless congressional investigations and, more recently, criminal charges for possessing an unloaded gun for 11 days five years ago, charges that appear to be the first ever of their kind brought in the history of Delaware. What troubles me is the demonization of addiction, human frailty, using me as its avatar, and the devastating consequences it has for the millions struggling with addiction, desperate for a way out, and being bombarded by the denigrating and near-constant coverage of me and my addiction on Fox News and in the New York Post. Yes, Hunter is the victim, and we are just weaponizing his addiction to use against his dad. It's not that we know that Hunter and Joe worked together on corrupt and shady business dealings that threatened the security of this country. That's, that's definitely not what it was. It's just that we're making fun of crackhead Hunter. That's all it is. I'm so glad you brought that up, that he, he himself weaponized his addiction against this nation, made, rendered us vulnerable to a degree that we do not know. Mm-hmm. We do not know, have any idea what access China has gotten to pay for play. And then you, Hunter, weaponized <clears throat> your addiction and your crackhead to abuse women and possibly children. So it's just, you know, my grandma used to say, it's funny when the pot calls the kettle black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And he's the victim, of course. Of he's course. the victim. And we're the perpetrators. And, um, you know, I, I love the lack of personal responsibility mm-hmm. from Democrats, from progressives, always. It's, it's never their fault. They didn't do anything wrong, even though he's snorting coke off the belly of hookers and leaving a trail of um, illegitimate children across the country. Not his fault. He's not responsible for any of that. It's us. We're the bad people. Uh Oh, okay. Here's a guy who wouldn't even take 
responsibility for his four-year-old child. Mm -hmm. And his stupid father, who wouldn't even acknowledge that he had a four-year-old beautiful little grandchild in Arkansas. And, but we're the bad people. Mm -hmm. We're the bad people. It's again, it's, it's Isaiah 520. Exactly. Everything good is bad and everything 100%. bad is good. Yeah. We're taking bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Yeah. That's, that's what they do. They're good at it. It's also, um, look, if, if I'm the judge in this case against him, and I see him, I see him write criminal charges for possessing an unloaded gun for 11 days, five yeah. years ago. I'm like, oh, I'm giving you the maximum possible penalty and charge because you clearly are downplaying the fact that you yeah. broke the law. Yep. You lied on a federal form. You lied on the ATF form. You got the gun and you held on to it. And by the way, if I recall correctly, wasn't it? His girlfriend, who was also his brother's widow, who was the one who actually disposed of it. It wasn't him. No, he they never do. Yeah, it wasn't. They it wasn't like he went. Oh my! I, okay, I had a change of heart. I did wrong, and I need to. I need to get yeah, rid of this. It wasn't him. He messed up. No. Hillary. Hillary makes a call. Hey, go grab the hammer. Mm. Right. And go smash some hard drives for me. Mm. Right. Hey, can you? Yeah, I'm like this gun. Mm -hmm. This is what I say. Let's pull the cases of other folks who did the exact same crime. Normal Americans, mm -hmm. right? Not yeah. Americans whose daddies are presidents, right? Yeah. Legitimate or mm -hmm. illegitimate. Mm -hmm. And what happens to them when they lie on that ATF form and they keep a gun? Are they still and, running around the country? Are they still running around? Right. Do they get to write op-eds no, about? They're not. No. Right. No. Right. no. And the audacity. If they're writing an op-ed, it's from prison. Right. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. And the audacity yes. of this guy to, you know, his last court hearing, he requested to appear via Zoom because he couldn't be bothered to get on a plane and uh, go there. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, right. no, you're going to have to appear in person, Hunter. So um, it sounds to me like the problem isn't that these charges might be the, the first ever of their kind brought in the history of, of Delaware. The Potentially, Hunter, hear me out. The problem may be that you've never been held accountable for anything in your life, and now you, you might be, and you can't possibly fathom someone actually holding you accountable. I, d I don't know. I'm just spitballing. I'm not sure. Um, by the way, speaking of uh, criminal matters on the in the Democrat Party, it's very bizarre. We don't know the details on this yet, but Nancy Pelosi was apparently subpoenaed uh, in a, they said, a California criminal case Yesterday, I want to play the house clerk reading uh, the, the, whatever details they're going to give us on this, which are slim. Watch. Notify you formally, pursuant to Rule 8 of the Rules of the House of Representatives, that I, the Honorable Nancy Pelosi, Speaker Emerita, and U.S. Representative for the 11th Congressional District of California, have been served with third-party subpoenas from the prosecution and the defendant to produce documents in a criminal case in United States District Court for the Northern District of California. After consultation with the Office of General Counsel, I have determined that compliance with the subpoenas is consistent with the privileges and rights of the House. Now, if I were... If I were guessing, I would say it might have to do with the attack on Paul Pelosi. Mm. But I don't know Maybe. what Nancy has to do with it. So I know there were a lot of mm. wild theories about that. Um, so I don't know. It remains to be seen. Hopefully, yeah. Hey, it's out. something. Maybe. We'll, we'll, we will or we won't find out. <laughs> we, <laughs> my, my money's on we won't. <laughs> yeah, that's, we will or we won't. 
There we go. Um, all right, so let's go ahead. And uh, before we take a break, I want to remind you guys, if you haven't been to thenewblaze.com, go to it. It's all new. It's completely redesigned. It's ad-free. Um, and you're going to find a lot more content there. And so because it's ad-free, uh, we are asking that you guys think about subscribing. Go, go look at it. You'll see how beautiful it is. You'll see all of the things that we're offering. And I think you're going to find it to be reasonable to pay the dollars uh, that we are asking for per month. So go check it out over at theblaze.com. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser uh, and the police over in D.C. announced the launch of a program that will provide drivers with free digital tracking tags for their vehicles in the event that they are stolen. Um, basically, this is because car theft, vehicle theft, carjackings, crime, all crime is up over in D.C. So as of November 1st, overall crime in D.C. saw a 27% increase between 2022 and 2023. Motor vehicle theft saw a 101% increase in the same time period, 70% increase in robberies, 31% increase in homicides, 21% increase in thefts. And I guess instead of actually being tough on crime and prosecuting these people, uh, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is like, here's a free air tag. Put it on your car. <laughs> Biden's doing well. We're doing well. Oh, yeah. Which we're, the <laughs> plan is working. It's just, it's just a very nefarious plan. But here's the funny part of it. The same district issued within the police department a notice to its citizens that it will not respond to calls for auto theft. They will not respond to auto theft calls. Mm. They will not respond what? to... Then what, is, what are these tags for? It just makes you feel good, Pat. Well, you'll know where your car is. I mean, you okay. can't do anything I'll about it. I'll go get it, it myself. Makes you, <laughs> makes you feel good, Pat. Okay. All right. Well, well you I, just knock on their door. You say, uh -huh. I think there's been please. a mix-up. my car back, please? Is, I know. Honest mistake, good. I'm sure. Can I have yeah. my keys, please? And I'll just be heading out. This must have looked a lot like your <laughs> car, but it's not. It's mine. So may I have it back, please? We have yeah, lost... Yeah, that's great. We have lost our minds. I know. And this is, is this a comedy? Where are we? This has got to be a comedy skit. <laughs> and you this know they'll last only three use years. that tag to find your car if it's stolen. They would never use that against you. Oh, yeah. Oh, We're not yeah. tracking no, your coming no, and no, going. No, no, That, that would be We sinister. don't want to know where you are. We no. don't care about Pat, any of that. Come now, Pat. You don't believe that this government you know would track people. Americans will think, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. I don't, I don't care if they know where I am. You're not the one who decides if Thank what you. you're doing is wrong or not. Thank you. They do. Mm -hmm. And so there might come a time when you think you're not doing anything wrong, but they think you are. And this is where I'd love to. With the air tag. This is where I'd love to collect like 100,000 of these tags and stick them on like wild pigeons or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fly them all over the country. Just give go. <laughs> See the whole FBI blow up because... They're tracking a bunch of crazy pigeons. We should do something like that. We should uh -huh. just jack with them. It is, it's just so sad that you have leaders of this entire party. I mean, you have uh, Eric Adams and all of these mayors who go to Joe Biden who are like, hey, instead of closing the border, we just want more of everyone else's. I, there is a not easy, but like much easier solution mm -hmm. to just build a wall and secure the border and actually enforce the laws that are already on the books, they're like, well, how about we just refunnel federal taxpayer money to us so that we can sustain these people, even though it's unsustainable. And then here they're like, 
well, we could be tough on crime and we could actually prosecute these people and we could actually arrest them. But instead, we're just going to give you free air tax. Yeah, but it is pretty easy. The laws are already on the books. Right. I know. All you need is it's- a stick and stand like Gandalf and say, you shall not pass. <laughs> it's not that hard. And then you arrest them and you send them mm-hmm. back. When? At the river. Right. Mm-hmm. Not through a federal court, through prosecution with immigration law, just right here. Well, they might. They Turn might around. Back when they, when they, and go. When they show up for their hearing in 2032, <laughs> they might send them back. You don't know. You don't know. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, we do know. They won't. I don't think they won't so. send them back even then. Um, so it'll be fascinating to see because, I mean, again, for as dumb as these people are and as dumb as the policies are, um, you actually, I mean, this is affecting the, the average blue voter. Mm-hmm. who are living in those cities, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, it's affecting them. Like, for instance, there's a, a man in Tacoma, Washington, who was told by his insurance company that he would not receive coverage for his stolen Kia Sorento. Um, it's Kia and a couple other Hyundai. Um, so a couple South Korean vehicle manufacturers that apparently are so easy to steal mm. that now insurance companies are like, yeah, we're, like, we're not going to we're not going to even insure you because we know that where you live, it's going to get stolen and we don't, we're not going to do that. So he's out $17,000. Yeah. So uh, the dumb blue voter mm-hmm. who loves this, you know, feel good environment with nothing is tangible and real sanctuary city nonsense now gets their car stolen. The premium's going through the roof. I mean, how idiotic is that? To think that any of these policies historically has worked anywhere. Right. The only way, the only thing it does is it breaks the culture down and then at some point you welcome in this little thing called communism. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. a big daddy government takes <laughs> it all and it doesn't matter who owns it. Yeah. And you have no freedom. So, well, <coughs> you look at the hell holes that are these democratic strongholds and the Democrats have run them for, in many cases, 60 or 70 years. And that's why they're in the shape they're in today, so you know there's yeah, an San easy Francisco. Stop I was voting Democrat. Yeah, I was in San Francisco re- recently, right? And I've been in the U.S. since '01. It's unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You bad. can it. It is. Mm-hmm. I had and I. We were traveling through. I took <clears> my kids <throat> to show them the redwood forest and the redwoods. Yeah. So we made a trip down, and you know, mm-hmm. we stopped in San Fran for like two hours. And it we used were traveling. to be beautiful. I got the kids out of the car. <laughs> we walked about 150 yards, and I said, "Nope." Back in the car. Really? Yes. It's bad. Human feces on the yeah. street. And yeah. my kids, I said, back in the car. Yeah. You saw San Francisco. We're out. Yeah. It's really sad. Drive down the coastline. Mm. Um, all right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back. Yeah, that was in 2009. Well, some good news today. Um, Some of you may remember my trip over to Plano ISD, where I read them one of their own sexually explicit books that they had available for children in their school libraries. And I'm happy to report that shortly after that, Plano schools decided to take these books off of the shelves. Um, Ah, Yes, they have been, yep, yep, they have been removed. Yes, sister. And I'm sure, oh, I didn't get that. There we go. Uh, I'm sure that there is still more work to be done, but this is a uh, reminder to you guys. Yes, this was a victory, but it is a reminder that um, it's going to take all of us because 
you know, it wasn't just me. There were 20 other parents that, well, spoke. There were a lot more than that. Um, but pressure works and public pressure works. And I would say, take it a step further, public ridicule works. Mm-hmm. Public shame works. Shame these people until mm-hmm. they do the right thing. And so I'm happy, we'll take the win. Thank you, of course, to uh, Defend Our Kids Texas um, and our partnership with Texas Family Project on that. And I, you know, I'm trying to take good news where there is some. Yeah, so yeah, that's awesome. That's what well we're done. Doing. Well done, sis. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was—it's my alma mater. I couldn't let it go to crap. So I'd like I had it. to do something for the kids. Yaku uh, Buyans. The bottom line. Pat Gray. Pat Gray Unleashed. Thank you, guys. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com/podcasts.